Welcome to the Practical Idealist Podcast, aligning what is good with what is possible. I'm your host, Allison Bueller, and our focus on this show is real change that improves health, home, and community. Remember when you were in school and teachers asked you, what do you want to be when you grow up? What was your first answer? I bet it was something you were passionate about, something you thought was fun or exciting, like an astronaut or an NFL player or a dolphin trainer. But as soon as we grow up, we tend to lose some of those initial answers. We become more attuned to our shortcomings in say science or art or math. We begin to limit ourselves to what we think is realistic more than what we think is idealistic. But that doesn't have to be the end of the road for our careers. On this show, we're challenging you once again by asking, how can you make your values line up with your career? This program is brought to you by the Homestead Education Center, a nonprofit organization in Starkville, Mississippi. Our online and on-site information, events, and workshops are supported by our members. If you like what you learn at the Homestead, jump over to our membership page on the website and sign up for a level that's right for you. For as little as the price of a fancy coffee a month, you can keep our programming coming. Go to www.thehomesteadcenter.org. We're just starting our March online course, Greenhorn to Green Thumb Vegetable Gardening Series. It is not too late to jump in, and I love this course because we hold your hand and show you exactly how to turn a patch of grass into a productive vegetable garden. This course is free for our members, or you can sign up to take it online on our website. For local listeners, our Cafe Scientifique on the first Sunday of every month is back, and in April we'll hear from a musician that's local and will tell us about how music impacts the brain. Last month we heard from Evan O'Donnell who told us about places to hike in our area. We've also started up yoga again on Wednesday nights, that's tonight, at 7 and Fridays at noon. And don't forget that we have all kinds of great events coming up this spring on the website. Our Keep It Local campaign partners are growing. We're taking our money back into our own communities by supporting local businesses, practitioners, and professionals who support this organization. Let us support your business and sign up to be a Keep It Local partner on the website at www.thehomesteadcenter.org. Today's program is brought to you by Barbara Coates, an incredible financial advisor at Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial. If you need life insurance or help planning for your future, you can find her on our homepage for a free consult. I can tell you that this woman absolutely loves her community. And everyone in our community loved her when she presented at the Women's Wellness Retreat this year. I really appreciate Barbara's continuous support of the Homestead Education Center. Homestead summer camps are open for registration. These are one of the best things that we do. We get kids off technology and out into nature. We've got three quality camps planned that will instill a love of the outdoors for your kids this summer. From ages four to ages 15, They always fill up, so grab your spot. On a personal note, I am loving the feedback that you're giving to this podcast project. I so appreciate your time 
that you take to rate the show, to review it. It helps us to reach a new audience from our little corner of the world. And after spending the last five years writing books, podcasting is a very fun relief. It takes months to write and edit a few chapters of a book. And I find podcasting a much more efficient way of transmitting information. But I am excited to say that the, at last, the pictures for the Big Monty project are done. It has gone to press and we should have it in hand within a week. Big Monty and the Lunatic Lunch Lady was our Helping Hands project this year. And it will be in schools all over Mississippi by the beginning of April. And speaking of accomplishing goals, our guest today was introduced to me by Homestead regular, Lisa Tomasi, who lives in Florida. Lisa participates regularly online and brought her daughter to summer camp for years when she visited family in Mississippi. One day, Lisa tagged me and our guest today on a post on Facebook saying, you two need to know each other. And man, was she right. I've been following Rosalind Terry Duvall in amazement ever since. This is a woman who has designed her entire life to match her values. And I'm so excited to talk to her today about her journey and how we can make similar commitments in our own lives. Welcome, Rosalind. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me here. You are welcome. Now pronounce your name one more time because I forgot to ask you before we started how to say it per- correctly. Rosalind. Rosalind. I was saying Rosalind, yes, Rosalind. Yes. I couldn't remember. So Rosalind, thank you so much for being here. I get to see her online, but we haven't gotten to talk yet. So I'm very excited about this. I'm excited to be here. And I thank Lisa too for connecting us. The universe kind of works like that. We meet one person and then the degrees of separation shorten. Uh, exactly, exactly. I hope she'll get to listen. Let's start by having you tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now. And then we'll get to how you got there and where you plan to go next. Currently, I am RVing. <laughs> my family mm-hmm. and I are RVing. Uh, my husband, my kids, I'm a homeschool mom. And I also, I'm also an entrepreneur. So I work in the online space as a natural health consultant. So that's where I am. And I'm, I'm very happy to be in this space right now and um, doing these things. So when you say RVing, this is very interesting to most people with kids. How does that work? We are actually new to this. So our experience with RVing might be different from what other people um, mean and say when they say that for us, we don't own a home. We are strictly living in the RV. We travel. We're at different uh, campgrounds. We're visiting families. So we're actually living in the RV. And um, people are surprised when I say that. And I have uh, our littlest is uh, five months old. She'll be six months on Saturday. And they're like, you're actually doing this. And I'm like, yeah, we uh, put some things away in storage, sold some things, gave some things away. And we are RVing, living in a uh, recreational vehicle. <laughs> I love it. You have exactly <laughs> what you need and you're just carrying it with you wherever you go. That's correct. Okay, so just from following you on social media, I think I can tell what some of your core values are. And even, you know, just obviously freedom is one of them. Now, this is partly because you're transparent, but it's also because you embrace these values so boldly in every facet of your life. And we'll get to that. But can you talk about your core values and how you became so sure of these? 
my core values i use the, i use these three words a lot and it's hope i would say hope health and happiness and freedom to do those things and to maneuver uh, around hope health and happiness so i would say definitely that those three words sum up my value and um i implant those things into how i how i react with my with my family i implant those things how i react with my clients and people that i just meet on the street i'm one of those people that i i smile big i don't know you people do. could probably people could probably hear it through um this podcast that i smile really big in everything that i do because i feel like like you said, I'm transparent. I feel like that smile, being able to express that form of happiness goes a long way to brighten up someone's day. So um, yeah, those would be my those would be my core values. And did you always know these? Or did you kind of hone in on them over time? I did not I did not always know these things to be uh, my things or the things that I help dictate uh, how I move around in the world it took it definitely took some time for me to figure it out especially when it comes to health I didn't always know that I would be in this space practicing natural medicine and um, learning more i'm a lifelong learner i didn't always know that that would be the case i didn't always know that i would be trying to share happiness with people especially in my early 20s i was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder so happiness was far from what i thought that i would be sharing with the world and and even hope uh we've gone through a lot like even us being in the rv right now and it's not something that we plan this is not how we plan things to be but it's like this and I'm hopeful for what's next with us. We thought we'd be in a house right now and on our um, almost three acre land that we own and farming and doing all the things, but this is where we're at in this chapter. So I'm hopeful and I'm always trying to share those things. So definitely, definitely did not think that this is where I would be. I did not always have these as my values, but they, they reign supreme, so to speak, um, in my life right now. And they do rain very clearly for you. And I appreciate you being so clear on those. And I want people to hear that our values change over time and we <laughs> become more clear on them. But it's important to, to pull them up in, in yourself and to put them in the front, I think, before you begin making big decisions. That's definitely true. So we know what you value. You've talked a little bit about that. But let's talk about what choices, once you, once you solidify those values, what choices in your life that you made to align with those values? Okay, so um, when it comes to us as a family unit, we had to make the decision that we would sacrifice maybe what people would consider like your traditional comfort or how you how your home looks, your traditional house setting. We we sacrifice those those ideas of okay we need to be in a house with the picket fence and all that stuff right now one of the biggest things uh, when it comes to health i sacrificed was i was a pre-med student and um i really thought for me allopathic medicine would be it that's what i would do i always used to joke around when i was in undergraduate school and say that i want to be a cardiologist because that's where my heart is and uh -huh. and you follow me you know i have like this little bit of a dry humor but that's where i was but then i had to sacrifice 
what my idea of health was for uh, what health should be and going back to the root of things and how things were intended how living off of the land and letting your food be your medicine and my my ideas of what health was and I remember my husband um he was my fiance at the time he said why do you want to go into why do you want to be a doctor and I said because I want to help people and that hasn't changed I've always wanted to help people the way around it the what I thought how it was supposed to look. I was just supposed to go to traditional medical school and then I'd be a doctor, I'd be prescribing medication and that has that has shifted for me. What caused that shift? It was my own self. <laughs> I was sitting in a, um, I had like an aha moment. I was sitting in one of my classes. It was a pharmacology class and learning all the things and we were talking about side effects of some medication and I was like, hold on. I, I'm a walking side effect. I'm experiencing these things. And um, I was away at school. I actually met my husband. I was away in Tampa, Florida. And I came back home to a dermatologist that I had been seeing for the better part of my life. And I said, I need something different. I need something natural because I don't want to have to deal with these side effects. And he told me the best he knew and he said well if you've been on these medications for the last 23 years there's nothing you can do about it you'll be on them forever and that did not sit well with me and I I decided to stop out of school I didn't drop out because I knew deep down I really value education my mom was a single was a single mom and she raised me and she's always taught me that I that you have to you have to get an education you have to and she didn't go to school she just knew that that was something that needed to be done so I said I'm not dropping out I'm stopping out I need some time to reevaluate and realign like what what it is that I want to do and how I want to show up because if this is what medicine is where I will be prescribing something and then it'd be leading to other side effects this is not what I want to be part of and I stopped out of school, took some time, and then I started doing some soul searching. And um, I found a school of alternative medicine that was accredited that I could get a bachelor degree from. So I did that. And along that way, I was doing what I like to joke around and call me search as opposed to just research. I was finding out what did what did I need what what I could do to heal myself naturally so I did that and I'm, I'm glad to say that it's been um, almost six years now since I've been with I haven't had to take a prescription I am off of those topical steroids and I've just been kind of living and eating and kind of manifesting the energy there was a lot of work <laughs> I should say to align here it wasn't just the food I, I, I also did some therapy and I um focused on the that inside work as well as the outside work so um it, it was a process <laughs> i am just smiling over here because that was you know it's a very similar journey i just i just blogged about that yesterday it, you have to become your own expert first yes yes i can what sacrifices agree. did you have to make i mean you, you stopped school which was obviously a family value so that mm -hmm. had to be a, a sacrifice in your mind but but even you know moving to to rving what kind of sacrifices did you have to make to line up your life so that it made sense to you and your family? The, the, biggest, the biggest thing would have to be not 
worrying or focusing on what other people will think about this journey that I'm taking because it's mine and mine alone. Of course, my family is impacted by the decisions and my husband and I, we come together and we we brainstorm. He's We run a business together. So we're always um, brainstorming and thinking about how we could do things. So the biggest sacrifice is deciding that it didn't matter what the world thought about what what I was doing in direction and I've had family members that are like Rosalind why aren't you a doctor yet you're supposed to be a doctor and you're you're so smart why aren't you doing that and I've had to tell them that that walk that journey I that's not where I was meant to be I don't feel like I was I would be fulfilling my purpose so sacrifice the biggest thing is being able to not worry too much about what the world is going to think about those decisions that you're making, especially when you feel so strong, so passionate about him. I love that. My father was a attorney for the mm-hmm. early part of my life, and he was pretty good at that, but he was miserable. And he, he decided he would give that up and, and go to seminary. And, you know, the whole world thought he was nuts, but he's never looked back. And so that really empowered me to know you can give it all up for something better. But I think a lot of us get trapped. We get trapped in this expectation for ourselves or this role that we've created. That that's definitely true. And, uh, I've, I battled with myself with that because I, I've, I've said it, I've said it since I was eight years old. My, my, my grandmother, she had a stroke and I was I was there with her. I felt maybe maybe it wasn't the reality, but I felt that whenever I was next to her, she felt better. She was happier. So that's when I made that decision that I'm going to be a doctor. So it was it, it was a lot of work for me internally as well for me to accept it the type of doctor that I thought that I would be, that I wasn't there. And I'm, I'm 31 years old and people are like, you're about to start on this next journey and you're about to start going to school again and you have a family, why why don't you give up on that dream or why why are you doing this? And so uh, it, it, takes a, it takes a lot for you to, those pictures, those images that you have in your mind of what it's supposed to look like for you to say, you know what, where am I right now kind of thing? And how am I going to make it to that next step? Yeah, I think a lot of us trap ourselves in careers that we're not passionate about also because we're locked into a lifestyle that we can't imagine living without, you know, well, how could I possibly give up this paycheck? Can you speak to this? I could definitely speak to that. Recently, I um, transitioned from a, I, I, I do a lot of things in the health and wellness space. And recently, I, I left a big team of people that I was mentoring, money on the table for me to do something that I, I basically was not allowed to do while being with that company. And I had to take a step back and say, Rosalind, you've invested this time getting this degree in alternative medicine. You are all about helping people. So if you have a tool in front of you that can basically transform the way people do health, transform the way they intake their um, supplements, so to speak, why are you so fixated on the money that you're making? I walked away from that in January, so it hasn't even been that long where I had to say, you know what? the universe God will provide and it's not about 
making that profit right now. And it's not about that. God's going to provide the, the needs that for our needs. So you let that go and you focus on getting this information to all the people that you can and basically bridging that gap. Because I talk about this, I wrote about it to get accepted into chiropractic school about that's that's my mission. There's so many disparities in healthcare, especially with people that look like me, my demographic, um, people, women of color. So I am all about bridging that gap. Maybe it means that for for a short period of time, I'm not going to make the money that I was making prior to January. But I definitely feel that leaving that on the table and focusing on just hope, health and happiness, and not worrying about the the money that's associated with the practice that I have, I'll be fine. So that, that that's so that where was I was a leap at. Of- faith and confidence in yourself it sounds like most definitely most definitely and I had people that were like why would you do that and you you have such a great team and you you you're you're um you're building so much and people know you and know this brand you're starting off with something completely new why would you even do that and like I said it it came down to my core values it was more about me connecting people to health as opposed to me just making a profit and sometimes it's hard for people to say that or do that and it comes it comes back to having like that tribe of supportive people around me as well that just I I have people that are in this health and wellness space and that believe in the information that I share and I would be doing my audience a disservice if I knew that there was something out there that was better and I wasn't sharing it with them. Well, I'm glad you took the leap of faith because mm-hmm. when you talk about the disparities in health, it is whew, enormous, especially in Mississippi. So thank you mm-hmm. for taking that. Can you talk a little bit about on the other end of the spectrum? What about people who feel like they don't have the opportunity or ability to create a dream life or job that matches their values? Oh, I kind of um, mentioned that a little bit. It's about finding your tribe. I think that even within this podcast, you see how Lisa was able to connect us. It's finding people, not necessarily like where you're at. It's not just finding like-minded people, finding people that are even higher than where your mind is at, at that present moment and collaborating with them or just following them. I have people that follow me on on, um, social media and I get messages all the time about the information I put out. So finding people that not necessarily align with where you're at but align with where you want to be is big for me I have a I have a lot of mentors I say they might not know that they are mentoring me (laughs) but I'm learning from them I'm definitely learning I'm taking notes so um for me it's very important for people to create the opportunities it's not always like that the door might not always be there for you to knock on and for it to just be open for you you it might take time for you to actually build the door but it it's it's one of those things where if you have if you have this dream and you want to create the life that that specific life sometimes it means that you find people that have those values that you have that you want or the 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 ideal life that you want and i'm not saying it just to like oh let me stalk this person but you have to 
sometimes message them, hey, what it, what is it that you're doing to get to this point? And what, like some people say, how are you homeschooling, Rosen? What do you do? And it's not necessarily a curriculum that I'm following for me to homeschool, but I, I, I like to say that I life school. Everything is a learning experience. My son is going to be uh, on Friday. He's turning five years old. We just went to a gluten-free bakery locally to order his cake and I thought I would be ordering his cake but he sat down with the owner of the store and um he says I would like a square cake and <laughs> she says well I only have a, a rectangle and a, a circle and he just knew and I allowed him to spell out his name and I allow him to experience life because these are the type of interactions that he's going to have to have eventually and he's preparing for them so my biggest thing is to find basically find your your tribe find people that are uh the where you aspire to be find people that are there and follow and ask questions and engage so you can learn yeah and but your ability to think of a creative way to make this happen okay I've, i'm giving up this job that is paycheck mm-hmm. and i want to get to this next level how do i do that well we're going to move into an rv in the meantime I mean, yes that leap is the important part and thinking creatively and and not just inside the box i think you're really an expert at that i've been i mentioned this before my mom was a single mom so she she did what she had to do i re, i remember when i finally started to realize things i'm like my mom does not know how to read like how how did this even happen but she found ways to teach us to uh, learn and want to learn and gather information where I didn't even realize for the better part of my life that my mom didn't know how to read. So it is about thinking outside of the box and um, being creative with the, the space, things around you and the energy so that you can be able to manifest the things you want. I love it. Could you bring us full circle? And I'm definitely going to put in the show notes how people can reach you because I know a lot of our listeners may want to follow up with you afterwards. You're very inspiring. But can you bring us full circle and tell us what's up next for you? I know you've mentioned school and why you're moving in this direction a little bit more. What's next for me? Um, School, definitely. I got accepted to School of Chiropractic Medicine. So um, we will be doing that next it's an accelerated three and a half year program so um i'm i'm constantly looking for additional grants and funding to pay for but i'm not stressing over it so to speak so that's that's the next step i was offered a scholarship for my first year of school and um that'll that'll help us out the family for that financial part of it so school i am looking to uh, have a practice. My husband, he he's he works very hard for our family, and he's going to be managing the ins and outs of our uh, trucking company so that he can be home more with with our kiddos while I'm in school. We we have that two almost three and almost three acres of land that we are um, slowly we're building. We're doing an owner build, so we're building the house 
of our dreams, so to speak, on our own. And um, we're looking to, we've already designated part of the property to have like a community garden because we, we love all the things nature and sharing that with our friends and family. So, so those are some of the next steps, raising the kiddos and um, <laughs> taking them to their activities and living a life full of hope, health and happiness, really. Oh, this has just been inspiring to listen to. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. And we hope to get you to the homestead for an event in person in the next year. I really would love for you to speak at the at the women's retreat, but I will also respect your very full calendar. So I hope that Rosalind's inspiring life has helped you look at what you value and how you can align your life and career with those deeply held convictions and that you might have to get a little creative in doing that. Please remember to subscribe and rate us at The Practical Idealist, and we will see you very soon. Thank you, Rosalind. Thank you for having me.